pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 106, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. We have landed Back on the continent of North America, Juan is back. I want to say hello to everybody on Facebook Live. We uh, need to reconstruct the studio because of some equipment that we had used. So we have a temporary studio just for today and tomorrow. We'll be back in our normal studios, everybody on Facebook Live. I know I seem a little distant for everybody. Here I am. I'm down here. Folks, Juan is in the lower part of the screen. Uh, this portion of the program is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, who, again, I want to thank. Uh, so supportive on our uh, journey overseas, folks. And I want to thank everyone who's so supportive of that. Our uh, venture over there, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food. They'll be jammed tonight with the uh, championship game. You know, that could have been Providence College. Could have been PC. I mean, they beat Kansas in the second half. If Providence had had a better first half, imagine that. That could be PC tonight playing for the national championship. But, folks, they'll have the game on and they'll be going crazy. Full bar, large dining area at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So, folks, here it is. Um, again, it is Juan and we it is um, right now. 107 on this Monday, April 4th. Check out the website, dipetro.com. We're going to be up- updating that uh, very, very soon. Obviously, we still have a lot of video up, well, a lot, of being in Ukraine. Folks, it's still hard to believe today is Monday. Thursday, I was in Ukraine. Thursday, I was in Ukraine. And then it was a hellish trip back overseas. Took two days because of all the problems with the airlines. And I, which I think is having to do with a lot of the pilots don't like this mask thing. The mask thing is just such a nightmare. Oh my goodness. I didn't have to wear a mask at the airport in Poland. As soon as you get on the ground in Newark, boom, everybody's got the mask on. I can't stand the mask anymore. It's ridiculous. And then, of course, Governor McKee, Governor McGreed. Bruce had a great line. Gary, he looked good in flannel. McKee may look good in orange, as in an orange jumpsuit. But, folks, check out the website, petro.com, which is, in fact, brought to you by Centerdale Revival. I can't wait to go there this week. Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. They've won several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. The Centerdale Revival, Comfort Food and Cocktails. So, folks, again, we are back. Um... And it's still, you know, I'm still getting requests from so many people that enjoyed seeing our live stream video. Uh, there's still fallout from it. I'm still trying to figure out my personal Facebook page, which was basically disabled, dismantled by Russian hackers. Um, I mean, it, and it's true. I mean, they are unbelievable hackers. There is a reason why they are considered, you know, so notorious and so forth. But again, I want to just thank everyone that was so supportive. That was not an easy one. Uh, a full four weeks over there. Four weeks, folks, and going in and out of the 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 war zone. And now we're learning. You know, Thursday when I was in Ukraine, uh, those of you that saw the broadcast, before the air, air raid went off and we had to uh, evacuate that area. But if you saw it, I was hinting that. You know, some of the people are telling me some things that I I wasn't able to verify it. And now I can verify that on Thursday when I was in Ukraine is when the first time I started to hear about these these atrocities that were apparently were committed in the mass graves. And, And now, you know, now you even have Biden. What does that even mean? He's saying that Putin should go on trial for war crimes. Listen, that guy has to go. He has to be eliminated. And I actually, I mean both of them, but I really mean Putin. Uh, Biden was not wrong. And the, for those tuning in on the live stream on Facebook Live, I realize that normally I am centered like this, but I'm actually in the bottom part. I'm down here, everybody. Uh, we'll get that adjusted. Again, it's just temporary. And, and when everything that we have gone through in, in trying to do the broadcast, um, listen, these things happen from, from time to time. But anyhow, um, 
But we were hearing about these atrocities and and the world now is drawing attention to that in in uh, in in these different areas where the Russian soldiers and just I mean, it it is I, I can't believe that this is going on like many of you in 2022 right the executions torturing civilians going into homes uh raiding the homes and then sexually assaulting molesting children women and then just the the, the what is coming out of that part of the world today with the, the people that are buried even half alive and the, the stories are just so gruesome i i don't even i'm not even I don't want even to dwell on it too much, but we have to dwell on it because something needs to be done. And and still there are people that, you know, don't fully understand and believe the whole thing. This is something at this point I recognize that, you know, listen, we don't want World War Three. Uh, we don't want to fully engage Putin with with our military as far as completely go after him in that way. But. How much is the world willing to watch and see if, in fact, um, as we're getting more and more, and there seemed to be a systematic uh, level to this of how they were doing it. Now, with that said, I do want to touch on, number one, it feels great to be back. It, it was. I didn't get home until, I was supposed to be home Saturday night. I didn't actually get back and home until 2 o'clock yesterday because of... Uh, problems with all the, the the problems. Anyone that was trying to travel over the weekend, you ran into it certain parts, certainly in Florida. Anyone that was um, traveling Southwest or JetBlue, there were a lot of problems in Florida. There were a lot of problems in the New York airports where I was traveling into. So I um, still trying to play catch up a little bit. But again, it's all pales in comparison to what those individuals and what they're going through and what's happening with them. But I want to touch on I'm I'm glad First of all, folks, it feels great to be back. Um, it does. And through all our problems, it's it's still a very exciting time. It's an important time. But on this Monday, April 4th, I want you to understand I am fully committed to being engaged with this election process. And, you know, Governor McKee, I played some of that in the 11 o'clock hour and last hour. Suddenly he's the angry man. And uh, we didn't do anything wrong. And if we did, I was trying to save lives and all the stuff. I, I don't believe any of that. You know, he's he's not transparent. I've seen enough. Governor McGreed, he's been the governor for a year. This is ridiculous. You know, two billion to spend. He is a subject of an FBI probe. <clears throat> um, the fact that down the dial, they still allow Pork Boy to be on basically running uh, a McKee operation defense is is just pathetic, um, and and why, I have no idea why that's you know being tolerated and allowed. But I, I am not going to shy away. You know why did he? And I know even Mancuso, but how come the local media is not even reporting the fact that basically Governor McKee hired in-house counsel for himself? With Eva Mancuso, who's basically there to be the point person for this FBI probe. And for Governor McKee to say, oh, I had my best fundraising quarter, 400000 raised. Well, you know, when you're giving out $3,000 bribes and you're throwing money around and it's all then being funneled back to you, then it's understandable that he raised 400000 the way he's handing out bribes to people on our taxpayer money, though, folks, in order to get people to vote for him. Of course, then, that he's um, getting that type of, I, I don't know what you want to call it, kickback or whatever. But for him to say, oh, I was just doing that because I was so concerned about the children. That's not what it was. You know, they could have slowed everything down. He didn't have to have his friends immediately forming a company and basically... Boom, you know, Governor McKee walking them through the whole thing. And then he gave them a $5 million contract. And first they wanted even more than that. They wanted millions. And there wasn't, you know, I want to credit Brian Crandall. It's like, yeah, but there were three communities they worked with. So Governor McKee has taken the tack that the media is not telling you the truth, which I don't believe. I want to credit was both, it was Channel 12 that really broke the whole ILO contract story. And then it was Channel 10 that's been breaking the fact that there's a, an FBI probe. So he's upset that there's an FBI probe. 
and trying to, I was doing this to try to help kids. No, you weren't. You were doing it to help your friends. And, and so that's news to him that he's not supposed to be walking people through the contract process. He was the mayor. He was lieutenant governor. No, he was walking them through, and it was a bidding process, and to ensure that they got the contract. And I don't know these friends of his. Uh, the I, I don't know these ILO contract people. They've certainly gone underground, and I understand there's an FBI investigation, so I can understand that. But come on, this wasn't the first time he went. Oh, is that news to Governor McKee that you're not supposed to walk people through and help them write the specs to get the contract? Listen, if that's the case, then he shouldn't have been the governor in the first place. Then he shouldn't have been in that situation. That shouldn't be news to him. What was the rush? Why not say, listen, I just came into office. You know, let's put this off a month. Oh, there was no time to lose. I I don't believe that. You know, these people incorporated a company and like, boom, a flip of a switch. That's better. They suddenly had a $5 million contract. And the proof is right there in that email that he put out. How many millions? You know, almost like... uh, like he was he was beaming. Wow. How many millions? Which means how much campaign contributions? You know, how dare Governor McKee even tout the fact, oh, best fundraising quarter ever, 400,000. Yeah, because you keep giving out our money. You keep giving out taxpayer money uh, in changing the guidelines of why people are getting it. The fact that they're giving out uh or, or the judiciary is. It started with the Providence teachers got the $3,000 bonuses. And the fact that judges that have lifetime tenure on the bench are getting, quote, retention bonuses, the new word they like, is ridiculous. The fact that he's giving out $3,000 to Rhode Island State Police because they've agreed to wear the body cam. Oh, how much do we have to bribe them to show up to work on time? I'm going to get to the bottom of the whole Colonel Manny thing. You know, I'm hearing from people that the head of the Rhode Island State Police was tired of, you know, Governor McKee trying to dictate and make these investigations go away. And he didn't want to be part of it. And I also want to call out that Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. Why is she being silent on the FBI probe? Are we to believe it's the last I heard? It's the McKee Matos administration. So the McKee Matos administration is under the FBI probe. Uh, You know, the more and more that he has been governor. And a year ago in last spring, I was actually pretty complimentary of Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. This is, you know, hey, good for him. He gutted it out. He was lieutenant governor. Ramundo wouldn't give the guy two seconds of airtime. She wouldn't let him on the stage. She wasn't meeting with him before she left. Now you get an indication to it. Everything with him is like an inside deal. Everything has a different meaning to it. <clears throat> Between the Tony Silva thing and then the ILO deal and then the bribes to the state workers. <clears throat> when is it ever, you know, when, when is it ever, when is he ever being straightforward with us? I fail to see it. So I will stay with my prediction that Nellie Gobea is, gonna, is going to win that. Is going to win that Democrat primary for the simple reason, and he can browbeat the media while some people aren't reporting, and we had low vaccination rates and this other nonsense as if that's an excuse to break the law. Listen, this is, I don't know how else to explain it, and people can try to diminish this all they want. This is not the Ethics Commission. You know, I, I have studied and, and followed and interacted with the FBI. And their coverage of various things for over 20 years. They do not pick up every case. They were referred to this case because there's something there. And we've already just gotten a hint of what is there. Period. So, and, and the fact that, you know, he stood there and there's nothing to this. Gee, when have we heard that before? Boy, there's a first. Boy, I've never heard a politician that's accused of corruption defend themselves and say at the end that there's nothing there. I'm trying to think, who was it that said in there looking into things? Oh, that's right. It was Speaker Gordon Fox. What happened to Fox? He ended up in federal prison. How about Cianci? You're not going to find any stains on this jacket. I love this city. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll fight this all the way to The Hague. 
How did that work out? I don't remember any appeal to The Hague. I do remember him going to Fort Dix for five, five years. So this whole business, yeah. Uh, Brian Seralt, the mayor of Pawtucket, said there was nothing to it. Governor Ed Dupree, there's always rumors. Absolutely not. I'm not pleading guilty. I didn't do anything wrong until he went to the ACI. <clears throat> St. Germain used to say that he didn't do anything illegal. And then they found him with the credit card of a lobbyist. Come on. How much? Listen, if anything we've learned, you know, th- there's a certain way that corruption kind of smells, so to speak. And this thing is corrupt up and down. And this isn't his first. It's not like, all right, other than that, everything's been smooth. Hardly. It's one investigation after another. And Governor McKee thinks he can buy the governorship by giving out our money. How come none of that money is? And then he stands there. Oh, and I'm, I'm giving $40 million for job training. And I'm giving $250 million to the, the laborers to let them build schools. And that, 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 we don't need. What, why aren't communities building their own schools? Right. If Lincoln wants a new school, Lincoln can build themselves a new school. If Providence wants new schools, why doesn't Providence build their new schools? Why is the state giving the laborers $250 million for new school construction? You know why? Because then they're kicking it back to him in campaign contributions. I am not going to be intimidated by Governor McGreed. Hey, listen, folks, let me be very clear about something at 122. If I was willing to stand up and question Cianci, which I was, do you really think I'm going to back down to Governor McReed with this bouncing ball of explanations? No, hardly. No, I feel refreshed, still a little tired, (laughs) but that can happen. And I'm still, by the way, in Eastern Europe time, right? Six hours ahead. So what does that mean? It means at two o'clock this morning, I was wide awake. Thinking, is it 8 o'clock already? No, it's only 2 in the morning. My goodness. No, I'm not going to be intimidated by that. It's foolishness. Oh, and the media's not reporting. Oh, yeah, the media's not reporting we were in a pandemic. Could the media report any more about the stupid pandemic? Listen, he is a Biden Democrat. And how's Biden doing? Has Governor McKee talked about any money coming back to taxpayers? No. Has Governor McKee come up with anything about the high price of gas? No. He has one goal, trying to win this election. And I don't care that he's got his little fat friend down the end of the dial, pork boy, doing, basically being allowed to be the McKee campaign on the air. Period. End of story. It's going to be tolerated. We're not going to fall for it. And as far as Matos, hey, in for a penny, in for a pound. How come she's not talking about the FBI investigation, Rhode Island Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos? How come she's not saying, I think people should cooperate with the FBI? I bet she knows a lot. She's been around him. She was at all those press meetings. She was meeting the people from the ILO group. Here's my question for Governor McKee. When he goes to the federal grand jury, is he going to answer questions or is he going to take the fifth? Why doesn't he talk more about it? You know why he doesn't want to talk about it? Because his attorneys are telling him not to. That's why. I can't wait. The next briefing, if there is one, he's not even having press conferences anymore. He can't. He talks to the media after he has a press conference about something else. So we're supposed to believe that he, how can he run for office? Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, he can't even sit for an interview. Not like a real interview, right? He can't sit down with Channel 12. I'll take myself out of it. He can't sit and do an interview with Tim White and Ted Nisi. Think of that. He can't sit and do a full interview with anyone as far as answering questions. He, he can't. And he's going to be advised by his attorneys, don't say anything. Don't talk about it. You've talked about it enough. They have the emails. And that's just the stuff that, that's been leaked out that we know about. So we're supposed to believe Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee is going to stand on a stage and defend himself and debate as the what's he going to say? I'm not talking about the FBI probe. What what Rhode Island politician has been elected to office as they are the target of an FBI probe, not even like ethics commission, right? FBI probe. They don't take every case. 
Most cases they turned down, but they took this one. And I want to give credit to Attorney General Pina Narona. He's not backing down either. They're investigating him. How many investigations is this guy under? Governor McKee, it's not fair. And and we were vaccinating people and we were trying to get the kids back to school. Yeah, you were also making sure that your friends got a $5 million no-bid contract. No, that's illegal. And you were using federal money. And folks, that's just the stuff we know about. Now, the people of ILO, do they want, are they willing to do time? Who in that McKee circle is willing to do time? That's what we're going to find out. Listen, everybody can talk a lot and be a tough guy until, boom, then the subpoenas go out. Then you're in front of a federal grand jury. Then you can't hide behind your attorneys. Then if you lie, now it's perjury. And you know what they do many times to avoid and make sure that you don't perjure yourself? They encourage their client to take the fifth. Boy, I want to be, we're going to do Facebook Live outside the, the, uh, the courthouse when Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee goes in front of the federal grand jury. Listen, in the course of a week, someone gave him a pep talk. They got his talking points. And I'm not hiding from this. Yes, Nancy used to say that. I'm, I've done nothing wrong, said State Senator John Salona. Gordon Fox, yeah, apparently they're looking into things, he said, before he was sent off to federal prison after they raided his office. Where do they raid McKee's office? Listen, I don't care. Maybe it is too bad. The guy, it's the ultimate careful what you wish for. He wanted to be governor. He was waiting to be governor. And Raimondo gave him the break of a lifetime. She convinced the Biden people to give her a position in the cabinet as Commerce Secretary. And she took it. He took over. He was given $2 billion to hand out. You, unprecedented. And managed to blow it. Through greed, through poor decisions, tone deafness. Peter Principle. They have no one to blame but themselves. But I, I don't, there's no way... I, I want to listen. I, I, of course, I want him to run. You kidding me? But, but I've seen where these things go, and it's not where you start off. It's not. It starts off the big speech. I was in Providence City Hall the night Buddy Cianci, Mayor Cianci, addressed the media. I've had better Tuesdays, and that's what they make Wednesdays for, or whatever it was. I've had better Mondays, but that would—that's what they make Tuesdays for. And I'll fight this all the way to the Hague. And, you know, you're not going to find any stains on this jacket. And Bill Clinton, and I never told anyone to lie. And this woman, we, we've heard this speech before. I don't know why he thinks he's immune from it. I also, I also don't know why the media is staying away from the fact that Governor McKee told Brian Crandall, yeah, we just found out about the FBI probe uh, yesterday. That, that, that's not true. They hired Eva Mancuso before I left for Eastern Europe. He's known this was coming down the pike. Yeah, why do you think they hired her? Come on. I No sympathy. Zero sympathy. He brought this on. He brought this on. Now, I want to talk about CD2 race in just a moment as well. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, I want to once again thank the Coesed Inn. Big supporters, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. I can't wait. I'm going to stop in, have dinner there. Delicious food, great Polish food as well. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. So right now, the time is 1.30. It is Monday. I am no longer at the border. I'm not going to be saying to people anymore. Uh, English, do you speak English? I will tell you, folks, I, I was wearing down. Saturday I was like, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't mind just hearing English speaking people. And it is refreshing to then have guests that do speak the language, although I've been communicating with people over there. But, folks, it's actually very sad, the news that has come out on this Monday. And it's the atrocities of what's been happening overseas regarding the situation with the mass graves and the execution of civilians and everything else. I mean, it's. It's uh, it, but listen, that's who Putin is. That's what evil is. And they even believe there's even like a systematic 
way that the Russian soldiers were conducting that. But I want to talk about something positive. I do. And I want to give credit to former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. So now that I am back, I am going to start to interview some of the candidates for that CD2 race. And I'm also going to interview candidates that are running for other offices. I am. Obviously, folks, we're going to dive into election 2022 as deep as anyone. Uh, We're going to be back to covering crime in the streets. I have another investigation. I'm already going to be starting soon. Um, but, But Cranston Mayor Alan Fung released his fundraising. And in first quarter, he raised by half a million dollars. Boom. Now, listen, that's a big win for Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. And Jessica, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, I look forward to talking to her interviewing her, uh, hearing her views. She, um, it is unfortunate, as someone said to me, it's unfortunate that the Rhode Island Republican Party has three good candidates all running for that second district congressional seat. And that is in the form of Bob Lancia, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung and State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, because they don't have anyone to run for Secretary of State. And I still think that's a very important office. I have communicated with Ashley Collis, who's the Republican who's running for Republican running for governor. And I want to hear her out and I want to hear what her plan is um, and and give her a full opportunity. Listen, you know, she she is she has said she's willing to put up five hundred thousand of her own money. She um, seems you know very committed. She's into the race. And let's hear her out, right? Let's let's hear her out and and give her a chance. And maybe, who knows, maybe she can, in fact, catch lightning in a bottle. And maybe people say, you know what, let's we've seen what have happened with insiders. Let's take a chance on an outsider. So maybe that's not the worst idea. And I also, you know, using what some other states do, I don't think that's a bad a bad plan either. Um, I, I, I don't think. That Governor McKee, you know, it's tough to distinguish what he would do if he was just able to govern and he wasn't running. It's actually impossible to do right now because it's April 4th. So, right, April this month, then May, then June, July. Early voting starts in four months, May, June, July, August, four months till early voting. And that FBI probe is not going to be solved it's not. But just getting back to the CD2 race, Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, this, the, the planets could be aligning. Um, I want to hear what State Senator Jessica De La Cruz has to say. And I want to encourage everyone. I, you really have to wait until you see these people on a debate stage and see how they hold up and hear what their ideas are. I, I encourage everyone, especially in that CD2 race, wait and see, I'm telling you, after you see them do a debate and really hear them is when you get a, a good feel of where they are, what they think, what they believe, what issues are important to them. But it is certainly lining up very well for a Republican to possibly take that seat, whichever one it's going to be. You have a very unpopular, think of this, you have a very unpopular president and Biden is just Weaker by the moment. You have a Democrat governor who's almost like a Biden who's under an FBI probe. You have, they are just blowing through all our money. All of this federal money. This could come back to taxpayers in the form of a tax cut. And they they won't do that. Um, I know that that Helena folks said, I'll give $500 to anyone earning under 100,000. What why, why does it have to be why can't it just go back to people that pay taxes? Why they they're always like singling out groups. Why why can't it be the people that pay the taxes get some kind of tax relief? Um and this whole business of everybody submit an idea for what we should do with the 1 billion dollars and we've gotten ideas for 12 billion dollars. Yeah, they're also yeah, representative Anastasia Williams wants to be given $1 million or something like that so she can start a black radio station. Like, what, what exactly is going on around here? 
this is ridiculous. This is, I'll tell you folks, this is a golden opportunity right now for Republicans to get into office. It really is. The state is not going to see a better opportunity than this. It's an off election year. Uh, you have a, a bad, a terrible president. We the, Listen, Biden is basically an old Jimmy Carter is what he is. And they're not going to turn things around. The Democrat Party is going to get absolutely tattooed in the midterms, and they deserve to be. The Democrat Party listened to the progressive left. The Democrat Party went with the progressive left. And now it's time for the Republican Party and independents to take re-control over this stuff. You know, and, and it's everywhere. Look how, and I get that the media is so, you know, the media does a big story that this Kendra Wilkinson of Warwick is not going to seek. She's just got into office. She beat my friend Scott Zambarano, who ran a great race. But she's not running again, and she's endorsing Harrison Tuttle of Black Lives Matter. I, I am telling you, if the people of Warwick elect that guy to be the state senator, he wants to defund the police. He wants to raise taxes. He embellished things in the media. He lied about things with the Providence police last summer with the whole taffy like candy and sales street quote. Local media give the guy a total free pass. He keeps insisting that white supremacy is the biggest problem. I want to see that guy going door to door in Warwick saying with his Black Lives Matter shirt on one side and defund the police on the other side. And I want to see the people of Warwick, Cranston, and um, I'm not sure where else uh, that district is. I want to see them vote. Yeah, that's my state senator. Uh, One of the leaders of Black Lives Matter, the PAC, who wants to defund the police. I mean, Rhode Island has some decisions to make. If that's the type of person they want at the state house, then then good luck. Then absolutely good luck. So, um, folks, I will... Talk about Ukraine when it makes sense. Um, This is this is the work of a madman that needs to be stopped, period. And the world is uniting behind trying to stop, you know, what's about to come out and is coming out of the massacres. And and again, it's so disturbing. I don't even like talking about it. I don't even like thinking about it. But, you know, civilians with their hands tied and executed and using children as human shields, this, this, is, this is demented. And anyone that gives cover and tries to give them soft PR in some way, I don't know what to make of that. Um, it, it's not people that, are, that, in my opinion, are dealing in reality, that, that truly are dealing in reality. Folks, this portion of our program is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Tonight, the national championship takes place. Providence College, if they had had a better first half, they, they could have beaten Kansas. They went down to the wire with Kansas. Providence College beat Kansas in the second half. Tonight, Kansas plays North Carolina for the national championship. You can catch all the action at End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Don't forget they have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights that start at 830, but all the action. Now, I will not be there tonight because I'm still on um, Eastern Europe time, which means like last night I was crawling into bed at 830. But when you're six hours ahead, that's 230 in the morning. So... I need to get caught up to speed. Uh, Juan is still very, very tired from, uh, and then, you know, the weekend didn't help with the, the travel back. Um, I thought I'd be home Saturday night. I was looking forward to being home Saturday night. We're not home Saturday night. Um, instead, we didn't get home till Saturday afternoon. And so we're still playing catch up a little bit, but catch all the action tonight at End Zone Sports Club. I want to thank Surplus Provisions, who is uh, so terrific and uh, equipping me with tactical gear and support. I just think the world of Tanya and Frank, folks, stop it and see them. Quality military surplus tactical gear and pepper spray and everything you need. I I mean, they're just fantastic. I can't say enough good things about them. Stop it and see them located one mile from Garden City, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. It's surplus provisions. And they also run a very good Facebook page. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show at 1.40 on this Monday. Um, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll 
begin and continue to focus on a lot of the local stories. But, I, you know, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, I voted for him for governor in 2014 and he lost. I voted for him for governor in 2018 and, and unfortunately he lost again to Gina Raimondo. But so far, I, I think he's off to a very good start with his campaign. And that is a winnable seat. When you have a very unpopular president, as I said, you know what else is? Langevin did nothing. And I say Langevin did nothing. And look at how he and Cicilline, every every issue is so self-centered on them. Right? I mean, I, I get it. Langevin, other than, I, I think he did some stuff with the cyber warfare. He, they still didn't stop the Russian hackers from taking down my Facebook page. But Cicilline, everything is is about, you know, it, it, there's nothing about helping businesses. There's nothing about helping the, the people of Rhode Island. Everything with with Cicilline, it's it's also self-serving. Um, I know that he is a candidate as well. And I'll interview anyone as we get closer who's, you know, running for office. But it is, I, I fully, you know, it's too bad that... CD2 has three good candidates. I think Bob Lancey, and listen, he ran against Langevin two years ago. He ran a very, he ran a good race. Um, and then State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. I think, you know, that's, that is a challenge that she's going into a district she doesn't live in. And she's also running against someone who did very well in Johnston, Warwick, and Cranston. So, um, so the good news, and listen, you know, it's still a long way to go. Hopefully, we're going to get them to debate sometime over the next couple of weeks. I'd like to do a, a June debate with the candidates in CD2. We'll see. I think we can pull that off. Um, I, I can't see why maybe they can't even be two debates, but at least one. Um, but that there's no reason for that seat to go to Seth Magazine or the general treasurer. And he's he's turning out to be, you know, he's the front runner. He's got the money. No one else in that race seems to be running a viable campaign or an, certainly not an aggressive campaign. Um, but Seth Magazine should have stayed in the race for governor. Right. I mean, McKee, I, that's what I want to see. Governor McKee. Is gonna. We're, we're supposed to believe that he's gonna win that primary, as he is the subject of an FBI probe. I. I don't. I. I just don't. I mean, are Democrat voters really gonna do that? What if he got indicted October first? What if they raid his office at the state house? They could. Anyone that says that, hey, they they raided Providence City Hall with plundered on the FBI. They raided the Providence School Department. They raided Gordon Fox's office. They raided his home. So don't people are not going to tell me, though, they wouldn't do that. I've seen it done. If they feel they're not getting a straight answer or that you're getting rid of information or you have uh, equipment that you're not sharing that might have more accurate information, don't don't say they're not going to do that. They absolutely might do that. The question is, are Democrat voters uh, going to vote someone? Is he going to win a primary that he could get indicted between the time of the primary to the general election. You know, if he's let out of handcuffs of the state house and he's the candidate, that sounds like a sure win for the Republican candidate to me. So it's going to be someone. It is. Um, Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, I want to thank David and everybody at Brood Awakenings. Uh, discover the brew difference. I will be there this week. I will not be there today. I'm still trying to get caught up. Fresh ingredients, cozy environment. This is where I'm going to be meeting with different people. Uh, two locations in Johnston, also located Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. You're going to discover the brew difference at Brood Awakenings. So to me, the, the big news of the day remains. I don't know. I, I didn't see exactly the whole back and forth with uh, Governor McKee and the media from the end of last week. I I played some of the sound of it, but he definitely has his talking points down. He definitely does want to answer questions. He he definitely uh, wants to just get his version of things out there. And it sounds like Governor McKee has decided to say, you know, I was just doing this for the children and I was in a pandemic and the media is not telling you that enough. 
and I was doing this to save lives. And, you know, listen, uh, I'm sure the FBI is aware of all that. And I'm sure they're going to be aware of that as they're doing their investigation. But none of that is going to matter. None of that is going to matter if, in fact, there were laws broken. And that was federal money. And, you know, there's so much of this that was wrong. And if everything was on the up and up, why did ILO and the contract end in September and then they only took two of the five million they were supposed to get? Is because the it was almost like leave the rest of the money in the vault. Let's just get out of here. Right? Like they felt like the, the, the jig is up. Let's just beat it now. Or he wanted to end the contract. So he can get upset and he can pound his fist. And I'm a hero for crying out loud. And I was saving lives. And I, I, I don't, we, we were here. I, re, you know, vividly remember that. He was greeting the media. He can't even do a press conference right now. Think of that. I want to, you, you know, it, it's very difficult to get elected if you can't do a press conference. Now, in 2002, if Buddy Cianci had been found not guilty, that was uh, an election year. And there's a very good chance that Cianci may have actually been elected mayor. He would have felt like King Kong if, in fact, he had not been found guilty. But the problem was he was found guilty. So that's where that ended. Um, but but to, to suddenly this, this whole thing, you know, he months ago he was saying, Governor McKee was saying there's nothing to this. And suddenly now they, you know, they're not going to, what do you mean they're not going to find anything? They've, they've obviously found something because they're continuing to investigate. The Senate oversight hearings revealed a lot. And suddenly now, you know, Governor McKee, as I predicted, and I said to Dan McGowan last week, he's decided he's his new opponent is the media. He's blaming Channel 12. He's blaming Channel 10. Um, you know, in the past... That's a common tactic. They find someone to make this is the opposition, and that's who they kind of like run against. Uh, Cianci was always at war with the Providence Journal. They don't. The Journal doesn't carry the weight they used to. They just don't. Media has changed. Um, media is a little more scattered now. I think Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee will seek. He'll look for safe venues to maybe still do interviews and and i wouldn't be surprised if they try to set up some conditions i'll do an interview on the condition that you're not going to ask me about such and such and it's always going to be the fbi probe so and i i said last week you know cnc had that famous he was on truman taylor had a, a program on sunday mornings on channel six and uh and and he asked him about operation Plutonome and cnc you know, Buddy Sancy went after him, he was, you know, big time, and then was insulting Truman Taylor. And your producer told me they would not. That's the reason I agreed to come on here. And then he just started ripping into Truman Taylor and said, I have more people over for brunch on a Sunday than watch this, your show on Channel 6. It was, it was rough. And Truman Taylor never broke stride. Calm, cool, just kept asking the questions. And, um... And 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 Cianci was flipping out on him. It was actually really good television. So I um I just think that that uh with this that Governor McKee almost seemed to catch the media off guard a little bit, how he went on the offensive. But stuff is gonna leak. Uh, this this can't be fun. You know, last March, April, I, I think it was fun for Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. And folks, frankly, on top of that, I kind of, def- I did actually, I defended him and sided with him when Mayor Lorza started attacking McKee at the water fire press conference. You got to face the community. You got to face the community. I thought it was great. And I went to a Facebook Live. Governor Dan McKee went up to Federal Hill uh, to welcome diners and everything else. But that was then and this is now. So I don't know what's who's going to end up. <clears throat> well, I, I believe that Nellie Gorbea, Secretary of State, I believe she's going to emerge as the victor of that primary. And I know that Brett Smiley is getting a lot of attention for his 
his race for mayor, but I, I the, the, his top opponent is Nellie's former chief of staff at the Secretary of State's office. And I'm going to stick with my prediction that they have a pact and they're using the same voter rolls. And he, you never mind, his, he's going for mayor of Providence. And you just have to run a legitimate, a competitive campaign. And then, you, you know, when the mail ballots come in, you're the victor. That's how I think that is going to play out. Uh, I see nothing to, to, to show me or tell me differently. Um, as far as, and, and we'll obviously cover folks. I know that there's some things going on in Borington and the parents, they're upset. The parents have a right to be upset um, with some of the people that are suddenly in charge. I think it's, and again, folks, at 151, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We have returned to the homeland. I think it's, um, you know, I think it's important. I think it's good. That people are, a lot of parents at least, are very engaged with their children's education. A lot of parents are very concerned about uh, what's being taught in the schools. Um, you know, Barrington is a good example. They want to get rid of honors classes. I mean, that that is ludicrous to me. That That is ridiculous. And parents have a right to be upset. This race to the bottom is um, is ridiculous. But the the Providence school situation, um, folks, you also have to be cognizant of the fact that anyone that that wants to make education a platform, um, they're going to go after someone that talks about school choice. They're going to go after, you know, there's 20,000 children on a waiting list for charter schools in the city of Providence. There's 25,000 students in the city of Providence. 20,000 are on the waiting list for charter schools. What does that tell you? That And the other 5,000 are probably people that just arrived in the country that don't even know that there are charter schools. What does that tell you? Think how bad that is. Um, and, and Providence lost 4,000 students. During the pandemic of people like, I'm no longer sending my child to that school. So my point is, the unions, they are against anyone that wants school choice. And they will go after anyone that wants school choice. They will try to cultivate media people to try to have them go after people for school choice. Now, I understand I was not here that the Republican candidate for governor ran into one of those situations of doing an interview with someone who's on the union payroll or at least, you know, uh, union friendly and union talking points. And again, I didn't hear it, but did like a hatchet job uh, really pushing folks. It's all done to dismantle and attack and they want to go after anyone. The public school uh, situation and equation, I think, by and large, has failed. In the city of Providence, it has absolutely failed. But Governor McKee, that didn't stop him from signing the New Deal and giving them bonuses. And and I get it. I mean, you have two different types of people. You have people that live in Providence and they have no option. They have to send their child to the Providence schools, not by choice. Not when you have a waiting list of 20 kids trying to get out of there and go to a charter school. You have the people that have no choice, and then you have people that live outside of Providence who, and I get it, don't care about the Providence schools. Um, which is one of the reasons I don't really talk about it. The, the city of Providence gets a lot of money, and there was that slight window of opportunity in 2019, May and June of 2019, when that John Hopkins report came out and showed that the Providence schools are considered one of the worst school systems in the entire country. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, they had like a 30-day window where they needed to just blow up the whole thing and rip up the contract and say no more. This is the new deal. Fire the union, whatever. Rehire people. Get new people in there. They didn't. They did not. The union regained their footing. The union went to war. The union threatened Raimondo. 
The union was successful against Raimondo. Um, and then McKee was just looking to get elected and then gave out, you know, the bribes to the teachers. But I like hearing that there's talk amongst the Republicans in the state Senate about suspending the gas tax. I think that's a, a good start. I know some people are saying it's a gimmick, but there's no one, nowhere in McKee's vocabulary, Governor McGreed, is there any mention of a tax cut. And instead, he just views it as he'd rather use the money to bribe people to try to get votes and get himself elected. But I'm telling you, you know, that that is that is an uphill climb. Um, Word is starting to come out about who the FBI is talking to, who they want to talk to. Uh, We're going to find out if they convene. A federal grand jury, I have a feeling they are going to convene a grand jury, and then it's going to be very obvious. Listen, he signed off on the deal. For all we know, someone, the people of ILO, it was a wink and a nod of, you know, yeah, you're going to get this contract, and then you're going to make sure and raise 500000 that's going to find its way into my campaign, So a lot of times those conversations and admissions don't happen until someone has been granted immunity. And that's we're going to have to wait and see. But I um, I I'm going to be working that this week. I there's always leaks with this stuff and people are fearful and people start hiring criminal defense attorneys and people start hiring very good criminal defense attorneys. And then it gets expensive and then. Now they have to hire an attorney, and now they are out of work, and suddenly they want to come in from the cold. And as I've told you, the FBI gives that speech. It's the train speech. The train is leaving the station. You can either be on the train or you're going to be under the train, but the train's leaving the station. So it, I believe it sounds like that at some point relatively soon— We're going to learn that Governor McKee is, in fact, possibly the target of an FBI probe Um, and and that they they tailor made and hailed hands through the specs of this deal and then gave these people five million dollars in what was supposed to be a bidding process. That's not a bidding process if you're basically helping the people write their application as part of this bidding. Never mind the fact they even created it to give it to them. So I don't get it. I don't see how Governor Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee comes out of this thing unscathed. It would it, that I I don't. The only one that could have pulled off something like that was CNC. I think so. I don't believe. Uh, you know, this isn't DC and Marion Barry. It's not that. So, folks, right now at one fifty nine, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them, forty Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, delicious food, and again, a lot of fun. Full bar, large dining area, and again, they have that tremendous lounge. So, here's what we're going to do. I want to thank everyone again for uh, all your support. With our uh, international broadcast, I will be doing one after dark later tonight on Facebook now that the uh, time difference is uh, eliminated. So uh, I want you to enjoy this Monday. Thank you for listening. Please visit the website, petro.com. I want you to stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. Uh, belated happy birthday to JR, and I hope Jeff feels better. Stand by for the 2 o'clock news. WNRI, Woonsocket, W260DC. WNRI.